There's two phrases, two mottos um, that I never heard before I started researching these new forms of, of management and that now I see popping up all the time. And they're um, good enough for now um, and safe enough to try. Right. And you know, in, in, in traditional management forms, um, you, you might hear top leadership say, you know, um, you know, change is a given, you know, we have to keep changing all the time and stuff. But the reality is that sort of traditional management operates from a very different belief. Um, and that belief is that, you know, if we change something, you know, we'd be, you know, better be sure that the new thing that we're designing is perfect. Because once it's implemented, you know, it's implemented. Once it's out there, it's out there. And basically we use an assumption that, you know, it's out there forever. Right? It's this assumption that the change is hard, so if we do it, you know, we'd better do it perfectly. And that leads to often, you know, this analysis paralysis, you know, these endless meetings, the fact that so many decisions get made so high up in the organizations because, you know, you know it's the, better, the top better look at it because, you know, we, we better get this right. Um, so there's this, this level of fear um, and this level of, of perfectionism um, that, that permeates the traditional management system. And in this, in this new world, um, we're moving to something else entirely, right? Um, and that's where these sentences come up. You know, this is good enough for now, and, and this is safe enough to try. Um, and I'm sharing with this with you because that applies even to this journey that you're on, right? We've talked about how these kind of journeys can't be perfectly planned. You know, you have an intuition that this is the next thing that you want to change? Well, don't overanalyze it. At some point, if you, you know, have a reasonable basis to think that that might be a good thing, you know, just, just go for it. Um, the key thing is really, you know, try it, prototype it, um, improve it. Um, let different groups test different things and then see what emerges from there. Um, and, and, and really don't get paralyzed in, in trying to find the, the right answer. Um, and this might strike you as a strange, um, for instance, in... There's another motto um, in, in lean, in lean manufacturing, lean operations, um, you know, where you talk about first time right. Um, and what, what I'm talking about here seems like the opposite of it. Um, well, the truth is, you really want to do first time right when you're in a very standardized process and you're producing 10,000 pieces that are identical. Well, yeah, then you want every one of these cases to be first time right. Um, but here we're talking about something entirely different. Here you're innovating. And so in innovation, you know, putting the bar at first time right is, is paralyzing. And so, you know, it's much better to think in terms of good enough to try and, and uh, good enough for now and safe enough to try. Um, what that means, though, is that you need to invite people in the, in the process of inventing things, right? Um, if you impose things onto people, if there's a new process that you design, you say, hey, as of now, you know, this is how the way we'll do X, you know, then it better be damn good because you're imposing it onto people, right? Um, but if you invite people to design it, even if you're a large organization, you don't invite everyone, but say you're an organization of a thousand people, um, but everyone knows that everyone was invited and 30 people showed up to redesign that one particular process and 
they know that, you know, they trust that their colleagues did a good enough job and so they're often willing to try out something that might not be perfect, that might be, might be good enough for now. Um, you know, let me give you an example. Um, um, or use an example in the previous video I talked about, you feel that you want to change the, the appraisal system, right? The annual evaluation. Yeah, you feel like many organizations these days that somehow this system that was learned sort of perfectly engineered with all of these criteria and boxes and then said like, you know, you are a, a three out of four on that dimension and then I have here these two examples. I mean, you know, that, that just feels awfully soulless. Um, and say you want to change that. Well, if you're in the, still in traditional mode, you know, HR will put a lot of time in redesigning a new system, you know, might get some consultants, might look out to what's the best practice in the market, and might make a whole presentation about that to the management team. And maybe, you know, this is discussed two or three times in the management team, because, you know, we'd better get this right, because, you know, soon we're going to, you know, roll this out and implement it to a thousand people, so we'd better get it right, right? So that's the traditional way of doing it, that you, um, and you spend a lot of time, and it's, 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 it's fearful and paralyzing. Um, but let's think about it. You know, let's even imagine that we did a process that, you know, wasn't better than the old one, that was just as bad, or maybe even that was worse, you know, worst case. I, I, I don't know how you could do it much worse, but let's imagine that. Well, um, you know, is it safe enough to try? Well, yeah, it is. You know, this is not going to you know, break the bank. You know, you're not going to be bankrupt because, you know, for one year you tried out a process that, that didn't work. So, by definition, this is safe enough to try. And so, I would urge you to, you know, not over-design this thing, not spend endless hours. I mean, just by doing a number of things, most likely it will get a lot better, you know. Invite, you know, 20, 30 people in a room, you know, the volunteers, the first 20, 30 people who want to talk about it. Um, uh, you know, have maybe HR prepare a little bit of something and then let use the collective intelligence and what they will come up with is most likely quite a bit better. And so don't over-design it and then ask yourself the question, is this good enough for now? Well, yeah, hey, it's already much better than what we had. Is it perfect? Probably no, but we'll, we'll learn and we'll test. And then you can invite people to use that new process. Um, by the way, one thing you can do so you can push it onto everyone is when the time comes for evaluation, you can even let teams choose. You remember, this is the old way of doing it. Um, there's been a team of volunteers who's worked on something which they feel is better. It's up to you. You can choose which system you prefer, right? That gives a, a lot of freedom. You know, that doesn't have to be the same system. Um, or you could even go one step further um, and do it like, like Birdzorg does. Um, Birdzorg has this principle where they say, um, it's a sort of, you know, rule of the games is that every team once a year has to have sort of a feedback conversation, um, you know, sort of an appraisal conversation within the team. But how you do it, it's completely up to you. So every team might do it somewhat differently. And of course, some teams just simply ask other teams, hey, how do you do it? Oh, you, you have a good framework, you have, you know, a good list of questions, great, can we reuse it? Um, and so, you know, good things, you know, start to generalize around the organization. But if you think about it, probably having different people do it different ways, well, it's safe enough to try. And, you know, if it feels good enough for them, you know, it's, it's good enough for now. So these are really two fundamental notions. I mean, it's, it's, it's again one of those fundamental shifts, you know, much unlearning and relearning to do, to go away from this notion of this fear-based per perfectionism that we have, 
um, to a notion of, you know, let's just try, let's just experiment. Um, and most likely it's going to be better than what we had. And I certainly found that, you know, beyond the organizational application of this, um, even in my personal life, I, I found this, uh, you know, a magical concept, a wonderful concept, you know, to get away from this, this fear-based perfectionism and just accept, you know, this is good enough for now. And this video series is a perfect illustration of this, right? I could script out all the videos. Um, I could have a tailor prompter and then it, you know, it would be somewhat shorter and it would be really crisp and I would use all the right words and I would have no ums. But really, this is good enough for now. At least I hope it is good enough for you. Um, I, I feel it's good enough for me. And if it were the perfect version, I wouldn't even do it. So doing this is better than having no version at all. So think about it um, not only for the organizational life, but really what could this mean for your personal life? Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.